This is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. The Buffalo Bills taking on the New York Jets. The hard knock Hollywood is finally coming to the real screen near you. And yet the Bills are favored at minus two and a half here on the road. The over-unders at 46, which as good as these offenses look on paper, I think it's a testament to how good these defenses also look heading into this matchup, which makes this really kind of tricky. Now, obviously, we're going to be starting Josh Allen, but his props, 40 and a half rushing yards against the Jets and 266 and a half passing yards. I will point out before he got injured, Josh Allen was over that mark and passing every single game until his elbow, his shoulder injury. I'm going even against a tough Jets defense. I actually think Allen's not going to be able to run as many yards. I don't think he's going to get the over on the rushing yards. I think he's the over on the passing yards out of necessity. Adam, where are you on that? Yeah, I think I agree with you. Uh, I'm right there. All right. I like it. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Anybody want to stream Aaron Rodgers? I got him at QB 19. I can't do it against Buffalo. You chase. No, I'll say in certain situations I am. It depends on, on what my other quarterback option is. Uh, we talked about say uh, a Richardson earlier, right? What you're doing. If you drafted Richardson to be your, your QB one for the season uh, to me, it's all right. Do I have a Gino available to me? Do I have a Goff available to me? Do I have a Kirk available to me? Or do I have a Rogers available to me? Those are the guys, you know, if I have Richardson as my starter for the year uh, for week one, who I'm looking to replace him with. Now, Chris, you were shaking your head feverishly. Yes. You would, you would stream Aaron Rodgers this week against Buffalo. Absolutely. I, I'm not sure what Buffalo defense everybody's worried about. Uh, Von Miller's not playing. Tredavious White wasn't Tredavious White last year. What do what are you scared of? Tremel Edmonds is playing linebacker for the Bears now. I'm excited if I'm Aaron Rodgers and is a matchup. I think this is Buffalo's defense getting credit that it does not deserve. That's a bold statement. I like it. Going out there, putting it out. Uh, Chase, help me out with this question here we got from Reese. Thoughts on his team there with Hertz and Waddle and Cooper and Pollard and Madison and a lot of Madison tonight. Uh, Pitts, he's got Fields and a super flex. Wow, Fields and Hertz. That's healthy. Yeah. PPR. How do you feel? I'd be pretty happy with that. <laughs> Talking about Jalen Hurts and Justin Fields, you got two top five potential quarter or quarterbacks there in your super flex. Uh, and then on top of that, you're able to put together Waddle and Cooper as your one, two at, at receiver. Uh, I really, I like Cooper as the top option there again, uh, Pollard backing him up with Madison. I like Madison very much as a, as a running back two on teams. Tony Pollard's got a ton of upside. Pitts has a ton of upside. I'm not, we, we talked about that. I, he's going to get targets all, all over the place, but uh, yeah, in a super flex league, knowing that you started out with uh, somehow started out with Jalen hurts and Justin Fields is uh, yeah. That's about the dream scenario. Yeah, that's insane. To me, I look at that team. I see if Kyle Pitts can hit the ceiling, you're a juggernaut. Uh, Chris, let's have this conversation real quick because I was struggling with this a little bit. I got Brees Hall at RB24. I got Dalvin Cook at RB33. Do you think that's flip-flop? Do you think that's correct? Do you think it's going to be one more than the other? What's your take on this Jets backfield this week? 
I probably flip flop him just because I think Dalvin's going to see more touches this week. I think Brees Hall is going to kind of be eased into the you know the, the offense. He's also not as good pass protector as Dalvin Cook is, so I think you're going to see him kind of utilize more in a running back position as a runner. Um, not necessarily involved as much in the passing attack as maybe Dalvin gets to be. So I like Dalvin a little bit more throughout the season. I think Brees can take that position back again, but I think week one I'm liking Dalvin more. So let me, let me ask you this real quick, though, because the reason I actually did this, I was leaning towards Dalvin higher. But then the fact that it took Dalvin so long to practice with the team, like just until this week where Brees Hall has actually been practicing longer and has looked good and they're not worried. <clears throat> They're not worried about him week one anymore. That's kind of why I went that way. What do you what do you make of like Dalvin really not only having a week and a half of practice essentially heading into week one? I think he's a veteran running back. I mean, as long as he knows the plays and what he's supposed to do, we've seen this play before. Usually the running backs during the summertime don't touch the ball, they don't play in the preseason games. Um, Reese Hall, while he's been out there, he's been doing a lot of kind of specialized work. He hasn't been really getting a lot of touches. They have not hit him yet. So I'm more curious about a guy who's kind of still has a lot of, you know, uh, caution around him that they're trying to keep him in bubble wrap, basically. And Dalvin's a guy that they can just throw out there. Whoever happens, happens with him. They paid him already. They're going to ride him to the ground and if they have to. I think Reese Hall's more of a guy they're being more cautious with. So I just like Dalvin just because I think he's going to be able to get a chance to get utilized a lot more off the bat. Yeah. Uh, Reese asked a question, thinking about starting Rashad White over... Alexander Madison, I would not say Madison definitely ranked ahead of Rashad White for this week myself. Uh, just, just more confident in the offense heading into the week one, like the matchup, and also like the volume confidence as far as where I know he's going to be. Rashad White, we still have to kind of see some things play out, I think. Uh, let's talk about James Cook and Damian Harris, Adam. So I have Harris at RB40, so I'm not playing it necessarily, but when I look at James Cook, I got him at RB27. Everyone's so, I feel like they're just so excited by the, the the thought of what James Cook maybe could be. He's not his brother. He's not as big. While he, I think he has a three-down skill set, I don't think he's built to be a three-down player. I do think Harris gets short yardage work. I do think he gets the goal line. And I think what you're going to wind up seeing, I think James Cook is going to be the new Miles Sanders and not the Miles Sanders from 2022, but the Miles Sanders from 2020 and 2021 who couldn't get touchdowns, but got everything between the twenties. Are you with me on that? Or do you have a different take on it? Um, Yeah, I, I'm bullish on uh, Damien Harris and I, I'm not the biggest James Cook guy. Uh, to me, Damien Harris is a really, really good runner. And what I've seen is just the guy's, running for five yards per carry because everyone's afraid of the Bills passing offense for the past two or three years. Uh, so for a Damian Harris, who already gets five on his own, I think he's going to be a really efficient runner this year. I don't know if, you know, he probably won't ever catch the ball, but I don't really, there's been a lot of speculation about this receiving back resurgence in Buffalo. And they've been trying very, very hard to make it a thing. They go out, they get Naeem Hines. They go out, they draft James Cook. It just, to me, has not come to fruition. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm not the biggest James Cook guy, and I think Damian Harris is, is being underrated by people in Buffalo. I like it. All right, Chase, we got some wide receiver prop bets here. Let's go on the Buffalo side. We got Stephon Diggs at 73.5 receiving yards and Gabe Davis at 48.5 receiving yards. Now, I'm leaning over on Stephon Diggs. I feel like after this offseason, they have to come out peppering him with the football. On the Gabe Davis side, I'm a little bit 
under, okay? Because I'm looking at this as like he might be the one who sees Sauce Gardner most of that game. They might just decide just to go away from him as a result to that. I worry about that to some degree. However, I do think they want to use Gabe Davis a little bit more, but I do think it has to go under on Gabe Davis at 48.5, over on Stefan Diggs at 73.5. You agree or you disagree? Uh, I feel pretty good about the Stefan Diggs over. I agree with your point there. I think they need to uh, you know, show him that they still love him there. Uh, Gabe Davis going under 40 and a half. I don't feel as good about, but, uh, you know, I'm not going to argue it with you. <laughs> okay. It's, 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 I don't it's, feel, it's, I don't feel all that strongly about it one way or another. It, it, it does seem like it's about the right number, right? Like right. we know what he could do. He's, he's healthy now, but at the same time, eh, we have to see with the matchup. He might get the tougher draw of it. Uh, let's wrap this up. Let's just talk about the Buffalo Bill tight ends, Chris, one last time. Just put a little icing on the cake, and then, you know, this thing will actually try to play itself out. I have Dalton Kincaid at 21. That's right, 21. ECR has him a little bit higher than that. Uh, Dawson Knox, I have at 23. What are you – I, I want to ask you this. I'm more interested in this from this standpoint. What do you think is going to happen with their rotation on Monday Night Football? I think you're going to see Dalton Kincaid out there. I think Dallas Knox is going to be the starter. I think you're going to see some two tight end sets. Dalton Kincaid's going to be playing some slot receiver, some tight end, um, maybe even some probably H-back, fullback options. I'm just not excited about Dalton Kincaid as many people are. Number one, I'm not as high on as a prospect as many people are. Everybody's excited about what he did in college. He was 25-year-old tight end. I, I don't know why I'm be so impressed by a guy who is older than most players he's playing <laughs> against. Physically. He's a decent player. He catches the ball well with his hands, but as a slot receiver, he's not going to dominate you. So when you have people like Shakir and you have Hardy and you have different other guys, they can get in a fall on Sheffield. They get involved in the field, actually stretch the field. I look at this Jets matchup. You're going to want to get these corners and safeties out of the box and away from guys. Kincaid's not going to help. He's going to kind of you know plug up the middle of the field a lot of ways. I don't think he's going to be a guy very productive this week, and I don't think he's a guy I really want to have in my lineup for the most part. And going throughout, he's a rookie. Uh, and Dallas Knox is a guy who's going to be Dallas Knox. He's going to have a game here or there. He scores big touchdowns. And then between five, six weeks between that, you look nothing. So I'm not excited about the tight end position at all for De- for Buffalo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and to wrap this thing up, Big Bando asked question, Thielen, Lazard, or Hodgins for week one? It has to be Thielen for me. He has the most target to touchdown potential, I think, at least. Does anybody disagree with that? I think no. Adam. Maybe, maybe you consider Lazard and standard in any other format of stealing by miles. Okay. Yep. I, I definitely agree with that. That does it. Operation Domination has concluded the full week one preview. I hope you guys enjoyed it. More of this, like these shows, are going to be coming up. We'll be breaking things down throughout the week. Make sure you follow us on social media at Billy FM DFF Show on X, at MDFF Show everywhere else. Download us on your favorite podcast app to stay up to date with the show and you're on the go. And, down, and subscribe to our YouTube channel and hit the bell notification so you know when we go live. Chase. Adam, Chris, I want to thank you guys so much for coming on to the show. We're going to be seeing a lot more of these four taking this season by storm here on Operation Domination, the MD's Fantasy Football Show. So, guys, be easy and good luck in your week one. <laughs>